Just so you know, Jeff, you were not creating six different timelines. Of course I am, Abed. Good morning, Greendale. I'm Mike. And I'm Ben. And these are your morning announcements. Today we're talking about infamous community episode, season three, episode four, Remedial Chaos Theory. Most of the time when we're doing Outsourcing Mike's Bits, I like to waste a little bit of time beforehand, but we have so much to talk about, let's not even waste well, the time. I do need you to waste a little bit of time. I need you to count how many cards you've got left in that deck. Okay, I'm, I'm pretty I'm sure curious. it was 28 during the last recording, but I'll count. One, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six, twenty-seven. 27, the best number of all time. Okay, so as you get that good, good shuffle, um, I do just want you to know that you are creating 27 different timelines. Ooh, there you go. I, I, will, I, I did stay, I think I said it last week, but at some point I'm going to start uh, figuring out whether I need to move on to another deck, start mixing them in and different, you know, but we're staying with the what the heck deck until we are basically had to do something and it's outsourcing Mike's bits. And here comes that good, good shuffle. Ah uh, yeah. All right. So we've got that good good shuffle and here we go. What slogan or jingle got stuck in your head forever? Well, uh there's some, the song... there's some surprise uh uh synergy with our pre-show banter. Uh I'm going to go with the song that I picked to go over outsourcing Mike's bits. Uh, it's called My Giant Bunny Friend. It's from a site called freepd.com, which is where I get all of our public domain music for the show. Anyways, jingles that get in my head. I was actually just talking with somebody uh, on Twitter today about um, local uh, northern Colorado ad uh, for Westwood College, which we've brought okay. up before on either on the show or on a pre-show banter uh, where... The jingle is just the end of the uh, the end of the commercial is just like call six five zero fifty fifty and I don't know there's I have no reason to know that that right uh, phone number as an adult as an adult who doesn't even live in Northern Colorado and Westwood <laughs> College no longer exists so but there's you that know jingle what it's time for it's time to call that number uh there is so there's that um there's god there's a lot there's there's so i mean much. here's the, here's the thing i was raised on tv right like i would get home from school and i would basically play video games until like five because of at course. five o'clock fox's five o'clock world came on which was a it was constantly some combination of two episodes of the simpsons plus either the drew carey show or seinfeld Sometimes you and I both. Spent, you and I have a very similar overlap on our post our post school activities. And so I would do homework while sitting in front of the TV watching Fox's Five O'clock World. And I mentioned that it was overlap. I did not do my homework, but go ahead. Oh, I I totally every single night I was I was doing my homework uh, while watching TV. I was most likely um, taking a nap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. But yeah, so I mean, I, I, I was raised by TV. I watched TV every freaking day. 
And so there are so many jing like because as always, the what the heck deck put me on the spot, and I don't, I don't have like a specific. For a moment, thing. I was like, I was assuming you were going to say, and I don't appreciate it. I mean, I don't, but that's fine. Uh, and someday we will be done with all pod decks forever. But today is not uh, the day. And on that day will be the day that I have died because pod decks is eternal. So and that will be um, our Independence Day. Bah, 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 bah. There you go. There's a. Bah, I guess it's not really a jingle, bah, bah, is it? Bah, bah. It's a more of a music sting. Sorry, I'll stop interrupting you now so you can actually give an answer to the question. So yeah, there are there's so many jingles that like, I don't know. You you put me on the spot and I'm like, yeah, I mean probably but the moment that you like start talking about some stupid l- commercial yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna start singing it like i don't like chicken tonight i feel like chicken tonight like chicken tonight sure. remember those commercials like i think that was a little bit before my time i might might have been uh so that was a thing armor hot dogs but only because of the simpsons i never i wasn't actually familiar with the armor hot dogs song but the simpsons made me familiar with it <laughs> thanks um, simpsons uh see you don't really you just need you need a, a jingle catchy enough to be referenced in the simpsons and then you've made it because that's free advertising right easy now, now here are the two ones that came to my mind uh almost instantly were by Menon. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, that 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 feels to me like a. It's like three tones, but it's it's uh-huh. a jingle. George um, Costanza famously used it to try to get him his uh his name into the the head of the woman he was dating, Costanza. Oh, I I have not watched that episode of Seinfeld. Surprisingly, uh, that I haven't watched a thing. The other one is ba da ba ba ba. I'm loving it. Mm hmm. You know, the good, good McDonald's one, which, of course, they've remixed and redone all over the world. Like, the, I think the most recent one is, like, not really giving a crap. Uh-huh. Um, uh, but those are the two jingles that go to my head immediately um, for that. I don't know why that is, um, but it is that way. There is also, uh, we are farmers. Uh-huh. Which yep. is see, there's too many. Oh, geez. The okay. So I watch a ton of YouTube and well, welcome Fe- to. We're just going to sing jingles for twenty minutes. Febreze ads are just constant, at least for me on YouTube. <laughs> and I'm so already excited where this is. Gonna it's go. like the the just like background, like dun 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 ba da 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 da, like a million times a day. Oh, because, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. A million times. Wait, a day. this is this is a crappy Poddex question because it's basically like, what would you like to give free advertising to? We're giving so much free. This podcast brought to you by a million brands that didn't pay for yeah, us. Yeah, screw they didn't them. Give us money. You know who did pay us? Our wonderful Patreons, and also, you know, I, I just want to shout out uh, uh, Finish It, who has a lot of great jangles, like the Complies and Compliments song or Concrees and Complies song, which is about. Uh, uh, compliments and constructive criticism that they do at the end of their show every week um and they're wonderful and uh you should listen to them and they're wonderful the entirety of outsourcing mike's bits was just one entire 
bleep. Uh, and I'm sorry for the like three minutes of just a solid bleep. To but be we, fair, it's we even had an to, ad for pod decks. We had to one. cut it because of how many how many brands we gave free advertising to. McDonald's, if you want to advertise on this podcast, hit us up. I'm not I'm not even gonna ask for money. Just give me some give me some free Big Macs and give me some fries, but make some, make them not soggy and tepid because every time it's too difficult we haven't here's, solved that here's problem the thing. Ben. i i have a i have a sort of an internal ranking on like best fast food fries mcdonald's fries can be very very good the problem is is that they're only good one time out of ten the other nine times you're getting soggy and tepid fries right and you don't like no one likes soggy and tepid fries so, like, McDonald's, I'll advertise for you. I'll cut out the bit where I called your fries soggy and tepid. Uh, I'll be like, yeah. Oh, uh, hi. I'm Ben from Back to the Futurama and Good Morning Greendale. I love McDonald's fries. They're so good and never soggy or tepid. And then, like, in the background, you see McDonald's handing me a big sack of French fries. Sure. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh-huh. If any of those other brands want to sponsor me, we'll talk. But mostly, I, j- I kind of want some French fries now. Um, you know, I, I and, and men, and if you could just send me some deodorant, I've got some. But, you know, it, all, it always helps. I'm a sweaty bro. So let's go. Season three, episode four, <laughs> remedial chaos theory. Let's get into it. It's a very heavy and dense episode. Yes. Uh... So we we did talk about it a little bit uh, before the episode, um, but I think the way that we want to tackle this because it it has the whole theme is it has this sort of looping structure, right? So what we're gonna do first is we're going to kind of lay down the intro and then lay down sort of the general thing that everyone does and then talk about each individual timeline. Yep. Because otherwise, we're going to be here for three hours, and you're going to be like, God, these guys are still talking, and they made me hungry for soggy and tepid French fries. They and, talked about um, Roxanne again. I, I mean, I'm sorry. They, they, they made me hungry for French fries that are never soggy or tepid. McDonald's. Open late. Near you, probably. Ba-da-ba-ba-boom. Tell them Ben sent you. They won't know what to do with that information. It'll like, be weird. Who the f*** is Ben? You know what? You know what would be great? If if for whatever reason, the McDonald's is like, oh, yeah, okay, Ben told you? Here's the, here's the here's, good here's stuff. The good and you accidentally fries. get, like, weed or something. And you're like, um, I can't believe, uh-huh. I can't believe Ben from Good Morning Greendale set this up. And he's like, from what now? Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to need that bag back. Anyways. <laughs> So, I'm going to need that bag back and for you to forget what I referred to it as. We we start off uh, apartment 303, which Britta is like... Are you sure it's not 304? Th- mm-hmm. No, it's 303. I wrote it down tr- t- uh, twice. This is a reference to the fact, like we talked about in the previous episode, mm. they swapped out the order of episodes for some reason. I looked so it this- up. Yes. Uh it is not for some reason. It is because uh this uh this episode was running long. So Oh, okay. Because that it, there's makes so a lot much of going sense, along, actually. on yeah. with it that they had to put something there, so they just kind of swapped it in. Um and it was uh Dan Harmon's choice to to do what he did. So 
Um, it, I, I, I'm sure that we got some tweets, uh, over the last week. We are recording this ahead of time. Um, but we, uh, we, we are, I looked it up and now I, I, now we know. Um, and, uh, we'll just kind of, I guess we'll just have to accept those tweets until this episode goes up. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I just, I'm so used to coming from Futurama where they're like, yeah, I don't know. We, we aired those out of order for some reason. That's true. We we turned one season into two different seasons for some reason. It's, it's fine. Don't don't worry about it. I even I even saw that I believe either uh, uh, Allison Brie or uh, Gillian Jacobs pitched the the joke. It was, of it was Gillian. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I'm, it's, it's very clever. But see, I I always because again I'm Colorado boy. I always assumed three hundred three was kind of a little subtle nod to the uh, area code three hundred three, which is the Denver metro area. And I was wrong about that. It was, this was supposed to be the third episode of the third season. Mm -hmm. So 303, there you go. But instead it's 304. That being said, it is still kind of of, uh, an interesting bit if they did both of those things at once. Uh, So it's Troy and Abed's new apartment. Um, Troy and Abed's new apartment. Shirley is already there. She showed up at three o'clock to bake. Um, uh, Troy and Abed are dressed to impress because they read a book on being hosts. I believe they have ascots on. They do. They're also okay. So first, first thing I want to lay out here: they are upset that Shirley's been there since three to bake. Um, if anybody wants to show up in my kitchen to bake me food, I am into. Like I enjoy baking. Don't get me wrong. Sure, I like baking my own stuff. But if you just want to be like, hey, I'm showing up, uh, I mean, give me a little warning. Maybe maybe that's maybe she, maybe she didn't give any warning. There's but, also other points of that that we'll get to. But, you know, give me a little warning, but be like, hey, um, I'm going to come by at like three and I'm going to I'm going to bake a whole bunch of mini pies and I'm going to be like, hell yes. Come make me those mini pies. I'm into it. I love baked goods i love pies sure. i love Who, uh, I, mean, I don't love i do not love her idea of pizza because there wasn't enough th- that she didn't have the right ingredients right. and so she used ketchup and cream cheese don't do that no don't, no ketchup and cream cheese there's pizza. already pizza coming we ordered real pizza there's already real pizza coming what's um, more real than homemade is what she says but no you made it with cream cheese and ketchup do feel and free to show to say, up and bake me some like pies, a, though. You can't put like a ricotta on a uh, pizza. That sounds delicious. I just, it's it's it. The ketchup part is more disgusting to me because there's a lot of sugar in that ketchup. It's it's troubling. Um, there's a brick propping open the door. Um, and because mm-hmm. uh, Troy and Abed's apartment has a buzzer, but they can't unlock the door from the buzzer. Right. So they were the ones who put the door, uh, the brick there, so people could come up. And he had grabbed it because it was dangerous, because anyone could just walk in. And then somebody buzzes in, and Troy's like, "Well, I guess I got to go get him now." Abed shows off the apartment. He's like, "Yeah, what bathroom, kitchen, whatever." Here's the scale model of the rolling boulder scene from Raiders of the Lost Ark, because With, he's got priorities, and it has a actual rolling boulder. You know what they say about a rolling boulder in the first act in the uh, prime timeline? Yes. I literally am shocked you're using it on the boulder and not the literal gun. We haven't gotten to the gun yet. Look, there's like 
there is like a- four <laughs> Chekhov's guns in this episode. And not all of them are guns, but one is an actual one real gun. One is an actual gun for this show that's not often a gun. Not a lot of guns in this in this show <laughs> other than paintball not- guns. <laughs> that's true, actually. And no, when they, when they are paintball guns. guns, they're just like, yeah, whatever. It's the first act. They're all firing off. It's already. It's, it's, this is uh, already. They're yeah. like, I, we can't even wait for the third act. Th- the third act? Screw that. This is, How about it's five paintball seconds time, after baby. I showed you a gun? Pew, 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 pew. I've, I've, I've paintballed. That's what Anyways. people call it, paintballed. Uh, Britta is like, yeah, that's super sexy and cool and sexy. Because she's trying to, she's doing her best. I mean, she's, she's what at this point? She's like early 30s, I think. I think she's, she's like 27, I think, in the first season. So I think she's like 30. Okay. So she's doing her best to make her friends who are 21 feel like adults. I also think that, you know, she's like, oh, cool. But she's covering the fact that she doesn't actually think it's cool. The yeah. Fact that I mean, rolling obviously, obviously she doesn't think it's cool. Which but she's like, the wrong one here. You, you don't agree. show up to a friend's place and they're like, check out my replica of the scene from indiana jones and you're like well that's dumb and you're dumb and you should feel bad (laughs) you go that's yeah no that's cool like i well honestly i'd be like that is that is (laughs) (laughs) kick-ass can you are you are my coolest friend uh pierce and pierce and jeff show up and uh Jeff's not impressed by the rolling boulder thingy, and so he makes fun of him, and and, uh, (laughs) Troy is like, (laughs) Chop busted, fellow adult, chop busted. It is, like, I know that I have a, like, almost a meme at this point in this podcast where I'm like, Troy delivers it so perfect, but this, like, (laughs) I don't know what it is about the delivery of this line, but it will always make me laugh. It is just perfect. I do really love when Troy and Abed are trying to be adults because like, yeah, they're, you know, 20 and 21 and, you know, we we were all idiots at 21. I was an idiot at 21. Some of us still are like me. Yeah. And, and you know, they're, but I, I like, I like them trying to like, yeah, because it is, it is one part we don't know how to be adults, but also one part, the things that adults like are stupid. Sure. Yeah. And I mean, like, because that, it's, it's as an adult, relatable. as an adult, the things that adults like are kind of stupid. Yeah, I mean, we're all trying to make it all up as we if, go. If right? you're a, if you're a teen listening to this podcast, first off, why? <laughs> Thanks, thanks for making me feel old. But also, also, if you're listening to us, thank you for making us feel cool. You're a teen. You're a cool teen. But also, the things that adults like are stupid, and you shouldn't really look up to them. That's you fair. should be like, I'm a cool teen who gets to do cool teen stuff. I don't have a mortgage. That rules. <laughs> it does rule. <laughs> No, it rules not to have a mortgage. I agree. I had a thing I was going to say, but it's gone <laughs> now. It was a race when you said it's cool not to have a mortgage. 
Pierce brought some scorpion rum that's banned in its home country of Serbia. It's so, so strong, it's banned in Serbia. Think about it, Jeff. And Jeff is like, look, I can't stay long. I've got an invite to a new club. I mean, it's so perfect. It looks like it was designed for me. It was because Abed made it, made an invitation in Photoshop and mailed it to him to make sure that he keep tonight open on the calendar. And he's like, well, there's no such thing as single malt platinum boobs and billiards club. Oh, I guess I never said it out loud. I never said it out loud. <laughs> Honestly, I would kind of I would kind of buy it if you took out the boobs part. Like yeah. just single malt platinum billiards club sounds a little over the top, but I could buy it. Right. You throw the, in you throw in the boobs and I'm like a 12-year-old made this. Yeah, a 12-year-old is pretending to know what adults like. And to be yeah. fair, I do like single malt. I do like boobs and I I have a decent amount of time uh, a decent decently fun time playing billiards mm-hmm. um so you know not totally wrong but you know it's it's just it's the delivery that's the problem i think yeah that's fair um but that being said it is a joke in a community in a co- comedy television show so i'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt <laughs> they decide they announce that the They're activity for the night much more than boobs and billiards so much more uh one word two syllables i hope it's not charades yahtzee is charades off the table i would definitely prefer charades to yahtzee yeah yahtzee Um, i i there is a online website i play a lot of board games on currently because that's my life apparently i'm i'm an uh adult and i use my adult money on that um, but I do play some Yahtzee on there and I'm, I enjoy it, but I would rather have uh, human interaction with charades. I've had, I've had a lot of good uh, fun times with charades. Um, I think I told this story probably in our, on back to the Futurama, but I was at a charades night or as, as, as like a Halloween party and we were playing charades and the, the other team got the clue yellow submarine and so the guy kept trying to like pantomime like under the table for like sub like under something okay and uh he uh he just he didn't get it and i was like oh i mean you know i would i would do like like hold my hands out like it's a sub sand like i'm eating a eating a sub sandwich sure and the 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 guy on my team i was talking to was like no, I would just, I would, I would be like, no, that's foot long hot dog. The the other team didn't get it. And then the guy I was talking to went up, he pulled a, he pulled a word out of the hat, looked at it, looked incredibly shocked. The timer started. He looked straight at me. He did. He, he put up three and then he started pantomiming, eating a foot long hot dog. And I was like, foot long hot dog. And everyone was like, what the hell? Because like, I got it in exactly like two seconds. I, I got it in the, the that amount of time. It was so good. Foot long hot dog. And we, we high five. And I was like, what the hell? It was so amazing. And it's like, I it's love that memory. Builds. It's a good, it's such a good memory that I've now told it on two different podcasts charades is actually a lot of fun screw yeah. jeff in this moment like charades <laughs> so is great many moments in so many moments screw screw, screw jeff. you jeff like this may not be 
single malt platinum boobs and billiards club but sure raids can be very fun they can be just, especially when just you get, the pour yourself like pour, pour yourself a single malt pantomime eating a foot-long hot dog and enjoy the freaking night okay i don't ask for much of you jeff winger but i'm asking you i'm asking you this pour yourself like the single malt right now pour yourself that single malt you still get that single malt jeff okay There's you just still get no that... boobs and billiards this time i'm sorry okay jeffrey you still get that you still get that that single malt pantomime eating yourself pantomime <laughs> Pantomime eating a foot-long hot dog. Oh, that's going to make it into some blooper reel. Jesus. Yeah, just just pantomime going down on yourself. That's fine. Speaking of going down on yourself, I once had sex with Eartha Kid in an airplane bathroom. What? It came up organically. End of end of show. That's it. We've, we've finished the podcast. There's nothing more to say. We've done it. We've done the best podcast that's ever podcasted. oh my god okay that was good that was enjoyable to listen to i'm glad that i had that moment with you my friend ben oh man the pizza guy buzzes the door uh, but they can't buzz him up so somebody has to go down to get it and they all do the finger nose not me kind of thing nose goes it's called nose, nose goes. goes i forgot the name of it that's if you know anything about me and podcasting is i forget names a lot surprisingly um so jeff grabs a die and says if uh, so i'm gonna count off from on the left of me count off if your number comes up you have to go get it um and he i will point out this now um if you know uh if you've seen the episode you know where this is going uh, because there are seven of them and there are six things on the dice, the, the dicicle. <laughs> there, there are six sides of the die. One person is not going to get the pizza ever. That being said, Abed does warn him you're creating six different timelines. And here we are. This is the conceit of the episode because we see every last one of them. So in every timeline, there is a sort of every everyone sort of bends to the same uh same thing and the absence of one person always changes it so in every timeline we get sort of the following things shirley is baking some mini pies correct pierce keeps trying to find a way to organically bring up that he had sex with eartha kit in an airplane bathroom while also in most timelines giving Troy a gift that he has wrapped. Correct. Britta puts on the song Roxanne and starts singing very loudly, but gets immediately denied by Jeff Winger. Right. She then asks where the bathroom is, and then will go uh go off to use the the restroom where she smokes some weed. We find that out later. It's really just difficult to kind of discuss all like here's the generic timeline because they're all slightly different. Yeah, but they've all got the same threads, which right. is what I'm 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 laying down here. Um Jeff stands up and hits his head on the ceiling fan. Correct. And then uh some stuff happens, and then at the very end, Abed ponders what happened in the other timelines. Did did did, did I did I miss anything in that? 
Um, no, I think you've got it good there. Yeah. Uh, Britta also does do a pizza dance in most of the timelines, which I have written down. Pizza! Pizza, pizza, going tummy, me so hungry, me so hungry. Uh, which is great. DiGiorno tweeted the other day, like, come up with a new slogan for us. Speaking of all the, the Mad Men stuff we did in our, I think, pre-show banter. And then did slogans and <laughs> jingles in our pod decks. What is going on with us? We're too synergistic. But they were like, come up with a new slogan for us. And so I said their new slogan should be, pizza, pizza, go in tummy, me so hungry, me so hungry, which yeah, I love. it's good. I, it's good. Not every time I have pizza, but probably about 70% of the time I have pizza, I imagine Britta going... Pizza, pizza, go in tummy. Me so hungry, me so hungry, and it's, it's very good. It's not unwanted. I, I'm like, <laughs> this is this is fine. It, this is it, this is pretty legit. You know, I will say this about adulthood. I know we talked to some teens earlier. Um, but what's it, up, you cool teens? What's up, what's up, you cool teens? I'm gonna just talk to you real fast right now. Uh, I don't know what voice that was. Um, but I do like the effect of like, I'm an adult, I'm just going to think this and I'm going to enjoy it quietly to myself. That is like the peak of my adulthood. I'm like, yes, that was funny. I enjoyed that. And then yeah, I tell my know, wife and she's like, you're dumb. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. Yeah. You know, I I will say I did. I did tell all the cool teens listening in the audience that like adulthood is actually pointless, but that's not true because honestly, I stopped giving a crap what people think and it's made my life a million times better. I haven't gotten to that point yet, and I am looking forward to it. Um, and I'm not saying that adulthood isn't pointless, but what is what is po- what does have a point? Uh, the cool thing about being an adult <laughs> is nihilism. So, Hooray! anyways, eat at Arby's. <laughs> Jeff tosses the die. I got you with nihilist Arby's. I got you. We get uh, it's a recurring theme, but it's this animation of like it's going up into this like realm. This other mm. realm, and then right. falling into one of the holes representing different timelines. We start out with it's a really two, cool animation, which is Annie. So she's like, "I guess I'm going down," and that's when Pierce is like, "All this talk of going down. Did you know I had sex with Eartha Kitt in an airplane bathroom?" And he's like, "What? It's not name dropping if it comes up organically." And I love this because uh, the phrase "what it came up organically" is just totally in my lexicon now. Where I'm just like, <laughs> if something, if something, I, I've, I'm just like, here's a non sequitur, and people are like, "What?" I'm like, "What? It came up organically." And then it's, it's three people the I know thing. gets it. It's not the worst thing to take from Pierce Hawthorne. It's true. It might even be the best thing because, like, a lot of what he says is garbage. It's fair. Uh, as we go through the Annie timeline. Troy notices that uh, something in Annie's purse and Mm -hmm. he's like, hey, guys, what does a pregnancy test look like? And Jeff is like, yeah, it's kind of a long plastic stick thingy. And Troy's like, oh, so this is definitely a gun. And this is the gun in the first act in the second timeline. Right. That fires in the third act in a different timeline. The third act of the first timeline. This gets confusing. (laughs) I, I, I assure you. Just, you know what? I know you're listening to us right now. If you haven't watched the episode yet, that's probably the best way of getting all this information. 
Yeah. By the way, this is the second episode I had ever seen because I the first one I had seen was the <laughs> D&D episode because uh, as right. previously mentioned, I, I, I love watching D&D episodes of things so I can judge them. The second episode I'd ever seen is this one because friend of the show, Nate, uh, who famously has never gone on record saying he doesn't eat babies. Correct. To this day, in fact, he was like, Ben, here's this great show and you really got to watch it. And he showed me this episode. And I, mm, I, it's this kind would not of, be my choice. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. Um, and like, look, Nate, I know you're listening. And you know, you know, I love you, Nate. Probably not the best episode to start someone on. You've I, you've got a you've got a problem. You also showed me uh, you have a Blink. Problem. You showed me Blink as the first episode of Doctor Who, Good and that's a God. Are, what? <laughs> that's a no, that's a rough. I, I'm, that's a rough episode to start on. I, there's a reason damn. I've not gone back and watched Doctor Who. Blink of all the episodes <laughs> of all the episodes. Blink. Yep. God damn. Yep. I don't know if we have to bleep that, but I'm going to leave. I'm said it because it's, it needed to be said. Um, yeah, I would not lead with this episode. Not to say it's not one of the best, if not the best episode of community in my, in my opinion. Not it's, to get it's too fantastic. I mean, it's, it's a fantastic episode, but it, it relies it, on some, some background yeah, and it relies you need some on foundation. You can't just be thrown like, <laughs> this is like throwing you directly into a hurricane. But I will say I did start watching the show. Uh, I mean, he also showed me the next episode, uh, which, um, well, he showed me the next episode, which is a Halloween episode. And then he went oh, back sure. and showed me last season's halloween episode and by the time i got done watching that trio of episodes I was like okay yeah i'm i'm in like yeah. he gave you this, three this, very this, like this, high concept episodes yes i mean but community is very high concept like sure i, I are, feel I mean, like we've talked about i mean we've talked about a lot of community at this point mm -hmm. there are some episodes that are very like and like like the bottle episode, right? The uh, the mm -hmm. co co cooperative calligraphy. That's not high concept, in my opinion. But mm -hmm. I could be wrong on that. I would love to have a, have a discussion because it is like so character based. Where this is like, okay, we're gonna do the same thing seven times. Anyways, yeah, this is the first. This is uh, the second episode of Community I've I'd ever seen. Um, damn, just it's damn. it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. Very well, it's good, a good episode. Thing. It's a good but... thing you liked it enough. It's like. I guess I'll give it another try. I don't uh, quite. Wow. It is. It is definitely pushing someone into the deep end and then uh, seeing if they like swimming. Or even if they float. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I guess he did. I, I made him watch this episode and he didn't even come out of the water. Oh, well. Weird. Huh. Uh, guess I got to find also, a new friend. We also get the, the moment where... Abed goes uh, and like uh, over to the bathroom, and as Britta's coming out, he's like, "Smells weird. What did you do?" And she's like, "You don't ask somebody that. That's not that is dignified. not dignified." And then she immediately does that pizza song and that immediate uh, immediate <laughs> shift of it's very Britta good. going from Abed, that's not dignified, to singing the pizza jingle. And like not just like singing it like far. Oh, she like, does. She does a whole body arms. goes into it yeah 
Man, it's, I, Britta's, Britta's so great. Like, seriously, if you have not watched this episode to know what she's doing, you should be watching this episode because we're not going to give you enough for you to understand what's going on in this episode, I don't think. But yeah, and then Annie is like, man, the pizza guy sure was creepy. And that's it. Uh, timeline two, pretty, pretty boring. Not a lot happens, but it's setting the stage because now we go to timeline four, mm-hmm. which is Shirley. She asks to make to, that uh, someone check on her pies so they don't burn. Mm-hmm. And then as she leaves, the, immediately everyone is like, we, we, look, she has a baking problem. Remember, we don't enable her baking. I thought that was just Jeff specifically. Well, okay. Because it felt, Jeff- felt like he was browbeating everyone to not eat the pies. Look, Jeff says it. But everyone leans in and doesn't immediately tell Jeff to screw off because that is fair. If we're all if we're all hanging out and then uh, uh, our friend, uh, our friend. uh, 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 Our friend Burley, our our, sure, our friend Burley is like well i'm gonna go downstairs and get the pizza and then you lean in and you're like remember he cook he he bakes so much and we can't enable that i'm gonna be like screw you mike burley's making me mini pies have you smelled them they they are in the entire apartment right now i'm gonna go into the bathroom and get high and then i'm gonna down those mini pies I'm going to maybe shove three of them in my mouth at the same time and you can't stop me. And I'm going to tell Burley how much he means to me and how much I love those mini pies. And you can't stop me, Mike. The only bound for how much pie is going in my mouth is the physical dimensions of my mouth. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I think it is it is really Jeff sort of uh, leading this charge, but nobody else is being like, screw that's you, fair. Jeff. And that's yeah, what no, I would do. Because Mini there pies, has been some, some uh, screw I, you, Jeff, happening in this season. Exactly. And I, I love regular size pies. It goes without saying, I almost certainly love mini pies. Now, sure. Now, have we considered if we like mega pies? Um, I feel like I feel like a pie could eventually get so big that the ratio of crust to filling just becomes way too one-sided on the filling, and then you're basically just eating pie goo. I do I do think there's a limit to how big you can make a pie, and have oh, it still be like a good pie. Mm-hmm. I because I like a pie with it's, you huh. got that flaky crust on top, sure. right? That adds a lot. It's not just. The, the crust, if you do a pie right, the okay. crust is not just a vehicle for the filling. The crust is in and of itself a flaky, tasty experience. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And you, and you I, want I, We've that. all been there, right? Where we've had bad crust, good filling, and we've had good crust, good filling. And I would prefer good crust over, you know, bad crust every day. Of course. So absolutely. I do think... I do think there is definitely a maximum size for pies. And I don't know. I've never seen it. I've never come up to a pie and been like, well, that one's just too dang big. But I, 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 want, I want there to be at least enough crust in that ratio to like keep a, that flaky goodness in like every bite and not just be drowned out by how much filling is in there. 
So I did do a Google search because I felt like that was, oh, I'm sorry, DuckDuckGo search because I figured this was worth it. Um, I, and I, uh, I searched biggest pie and that came to Guinness World Records, of course. <laughs> Where else would we go for the largest pie, comma, pumpkin, which was 1,678 kilograms. Uh, that's a lot of kilograms. It was made in New Bremen, Ohio. Uh, there were 440 sheets of dough and with canned pumpkin, evaporated milk, egg, sugar, salt, cinnamon, and pumpkin spice. You know, pretty normal uh, ingredients. Mm-hmm. I will say maybe like a pumpkin pie. There is pie, no picture, unfortunately. I will say maybe something like a pumpkin pie where you don't have any sort of crust on top. I do feel like you could get pretty big. I was thinking as sort of a like fruit pie with like a crust on top. Because, okay. like, just that goo is, like, fine. You want some of the crust. A, a pumpkin pie is more about that pumpkin filling. No one ever fawns over the, the crust on a pumpkin pie. That is true. You you want, well, it, at least in my experience, you want the goo and you want a little bit of Cool Whip. Even though Cool Whip mm-hmm. is probably not the best, like, whipped mm-hmm. topping. But for whatever reason, Cool Whip and pumpkin pie just feel right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and nope, I'm looking at a picture of this pumpkin pie and it just looks like a really damn big pumpkin pie uh, there's not um, much else to it but that's a damn big pumpkin pie anyways Troy I'm is given the gift I'm focusing on this big pumpkin pie I like how we're like this is such a dense episode we have so much to get through and we don't have time for tangents let's, ha- let's talk about pie for 20 minutes um, to be fair, and honestly I have is- no regrets <laughs> Yeah, no regrets, and it it means something in the episode. Um, I did uh, a couple of years ago. I did a whole project where I was I made a pie for every planet in the solar system, uh, plus the sun. And so it was like a lemon sour cream pie for the sun, a pecan pie for Mercury, a, a peach pie for Venus, right? Yes. so on and so forth. It was a very was intriguing great. project. I, was, to I watch. made a pie every month for. Uh, 10 months plus uh, mini pies for Pluto and all the, the dwarf planets. Mm-hmm. And it was cool. It was great. I and I highly endorse making a buttload of pies right. and then eating them and living your best life. What I think you should do is you should write a blog post about it and then put the recipes like 75% down on the page. Just talk <laughs> about the, the experience you had making these pies. Uh-huh. What what pies mean to me and what pies mean to you and why you went on this project. Mm-hmm. What motivated you? What how did you feel when you were eating them? The the emotion of space and the men and women that have been put, you know, gone to the ISS and been on the moon and leading our way into the the Mars. And then then you start talking about how you make your crust. Mm-hmm. Uh, Troy opens the gift that he has been given, uh, and it is a uh, uh, little traditional Norwegian troll figurine. Troy is immediately terrified, and he's like, "It used to watch me while I slept." Yeah, it's it's it is kind of creepy. I'll say that. Um, it's it's not my choice of decor, but uh, Pierce clearly knows what he's uh, doing, and that is being a dick, and he's fine with it. Because, again, Pierce. 
Meanwhile, nobody took out Shirley's pies, so they all burn, which I'm kind of impressed that the span of time of going down to get pizzas caused the pie crusts right. to burn as much as they did. But because that's fine. Most of the time, in most of these timelines, she gets up pretty immediately to pull out the pies, and she's only gone for like two to three minutes. Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. fact from perfect to burnt is three minutes is like, what'd you put in them pies? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, a little confused about that pie related plot hole but uh i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm allow ass- it i'm just gonna assume it takes like what we see only takes about three minutes but it's sped up mm-hmm. for the television audience or, i mean they the have to life. they have to fit seven timelines plus the introduction into 24 minutes so you know i i could see there's that. probably some expedience here also, I do want to call out Shirley's apron, which has a cross made out of uh, baguettes, and uh, it says, uh, he has risen, or he is risen, which is a great little baking pun. I honestly... like <laughs> A great little I, baking I would, Christianity pun. I would never wear that because I am not Christian. However, I do love the apron nonetheless. Is there a part of me that wants to buy it for my grandmother? Yes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the pies get burnt and and Jeff is like, look, screw your baking. You're not allowed to have baking things as an identity, which, first of all, wrong. Second Burley, of all, rude. My, my imaginary friend Burley, who bakes me mini pies all the time. <laughs> His oh, two man. defining features are man. that he's imaginary and he bakes me pies. But he's so good. He's so Burley good. Burley is the best. We love he's Burley. He's so good. We um, love Burley. We love we Burley. We love Burley. <laughs> uh, and then she's why, like, well, why like, is most of this podcast just us making each other laugh? Because uh, we're funny and love pie. Um. I'll accept she's the like, second one. Not sure about the first. She's like, well, excuse me for being the only married woman in a group of horny toads making googly eyes at each other. And everyone in the group kind of makes quick eyes at each other and they get kind of like shocked. Like, we're not googly. No, mm, no. Well, the end of that sequence is that Troy accidentally looks at the Norwegian troll, which is a very funny. Actually, not accidentally. Yeah. Pierce does make it happen. <laughs> Pierce um, makes it happen. That is your your I yes, it is more accurate to indicate that it is not an accident. Uh Pierce says, Well, you and me, Shirley, were the same. And Shirley, this causes a just like Shirley's like, nope, I I can't, I'm out of here, and leaves in a huff and triggers the rolling boulder. And Abed suggests maybe those pies don't burn in the other timelines. And Jeff's like, Abed, Shirley just had a nervous breakdown. More like a nervous breakdown. I know. I didn't say it on purpose. And Abed, there are no other timelines. I, I do love how <laughs> Jeff sometimes just like shows the fact that he is kind of that cleverness can come in. And she, he's like, I'm not saying it for a reason. Uh-huh. Over here in timeline three, Pierce's timeline. Mm-hmm. Pierce goes down to get the pizza. He rushes after- out his exclamation about uh, Earth again. Uh-huh. Yeah, he, I don't think I mentioned it, but in uh, Timeline 4, he also mentions uh, sex with Eartha Kitt in their playing he bathroom. Is, he is actively trying to mention it and everything. So the fact It that comes up organically every time. Every <laughs> single time. 
for whatever reason, my my next note is Annie and Jeff make googly eyes at each other. Uh huh. Well, because Shirley was just in timeline four. Shirley was just talking about how they all make googly eyes, and now they're making googly eyes here in timeline three. In, in, in our Uatu, the Watcher viewing of these different timelines, she was just talking about googly eyes. Yeah, Not this make- episode does do some good storytelling where the 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 points laid down in previous timelines like come up again in later timelines in a, in a very uh a very nice way and they're not all like back to back like end of timeline right. four start of timeline three but there's a lot of little bits where it's like oh yeah this came up in like you know uh in annie's timeline and now it's coming up here like they and do a really good job upon yeah and honestly i don't have the time or energy to call out every single one of them. That's fair. I'm <laughs> we trying not here. to. <laughs> we would be here forever. And we've used up all of our time talking about pies. My one real true love. Is who doesn't pies. love pies? Except for those who are on the cake side of this divide. And, you know, maybe we can make a truce with cake pies, pie cakes. Um, yeah. Annie is making some googly eyes at Jeff and, uh, it, but she's also like, oh, um, I, you know, I love your p- place, Troy. You're all grown up. Jeff makes some digs about how Troy is not really, you know. Right. He says something about the, like, bunk beds. Yeah, real mahogany bunk beds. Um, he insults him for being a child. And Troy is understandably upset and heads to the bathroom, which he kind of, like, knocks into the rolling boulder. And Abed catches it. Uh, Britta is smoking a big old duber. Uh, lies to uh-huh. Troy and suggests she's washing her hands and Troy's like oh great I can come in and then Troy is comes in right as she's like oh no I gotta clear the air with like air freshener uh-huh. and stuff uh-huh. I was smoking a cigarette instead of the jazz cigarette she was smoking yeah and then one of so there's a lot of great bits in this uh, episode one of my favorite bits is definitely this moment where Troy is like look I know what you're doing I'm 21 years old I'm a man. And then he pulls out a, a fancy cigarette case. Right. Pulls out a cigarette, taps it on the case, and puts it in his mouth. And then Britta, like, goes doing to the polite it. thing, she goes to light it. And then he just eats it because it was a candy cigarette. <laughs> the physical so comedy good. in this moment, both on Donald Glover's part and on Gillian Jacobs' part, it's both so good. It is lit, literally chef kiss. It is so good. Like I, I just I love it. This is also uh, in this timeline. Annie takes Jeff into the kitchen after he hits his head on the fan. Um, and so there's sort of this this uh, moment where uh, Britta and Troy are in the bathroom and they're having like this heart to heart talk right. about manliness and like you know Jeff. <laughs> being threatened Jeff has this like air of manliness but he's just he's way too guarded and at the end of it troy is like yeah you know you're you're really cool britta um so they they kind of have this moment annie and jeff god i don't remember what they do in this timeline i think they they basically just flirt okay Um, and then shirley comes is like i heard i think mini pies are the best medicine and and jeff shouts her down because you know he doesn't want anybody eating the mini pies as we know um and what does jeff have against baking i have this is, no this idea is, so okay. it's probably empty calories for him you you've seen I his guess, that man's abs I guess, 
All I'm all I'm saying is that if any if I had a friend who bade me make baked me pies all the time, I would be like, "You're so cool, and you bake me pies all the time. This is so great." Just re- remember his breakdown when he was was eating hard boiled eggs, but just the whites of the hard boiled eggs. <sighs> That's who we're talking about. He's not he's a, the one. He's who, he's not a stable individual. He's the one who has real breakdowns because he won't eat baked goods and baked it's goods. True. Freaking rule. Uh, Pierce does come back with the pizza and, you know, they eat, they kind of like slowly eat a little bit. Nabed's like, I wonder what's going on in the other timelines. And Troy and Britta say in unison, who cares? Yeah, they have this like moment together that everyone else kind of looks at them like, what? Like, like they're smiling and being a little cute with each other. There's something up with the Troy and Britta thing. But then we go to timeline six, which is Britta. She has to go get the pizza, so she does not put on Roxanne. Yeah, and so everyone is sitting in, like, total silence for a moment. And Pierce goes on an Eartha Kit monologue. Of course, because and it came Shirley's up organically. Like, I'm going to check on my pies. And uh, while everyone's sitting in silence, uh, the moment Troy is like... He starts ta- He starts giving, like, a... You guys are my all my best. friends. and. <laughs> Jeff is immediately like, I'm going to go get a drink. Hits his head. Uh, Jeff and Annie go into the bathroom this time because Britta's not in there. Right. Little small cascading change there. Mm-hmm. The amount of the amount of details that go into the like where everyone is. It must it's have been really, wild being it, in that writer's room doing this episode. Holy crap. Yeah. Like figuring out where everybody is on the story circle and like. In, in, in seven different timelines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It must have been seriously just trying to keep it all together must have been incredible and also not only that but like explaining you know like i i'm sure the actors read it it's like i don't quite get it and then like having the director being like okay here's what we're going to do and like here is what your motivation is in this timeline of the episode Uh uh-huh like because sarah keeps getting little bits where she'll like she'll sit down and watch a little bit of community with me while i'm taking notes and she's like, God, this just this keeps getting weirder. And I'm like, oh, it's it's coming up to one of like the most wild, like buck wild episodes. It's got like s- different timelines because and, and I try to explain it to her. And I'm just like, I don't. I, how how do you explain it to someone who who hasn't hasn't seen? Like it's it's so why so yeah. I imagine like looking at the script and being like, huh, okay. I think, you know, like having like someone probably got to walk you through that and yeah. Yeah. Um anyways, so uh at the table, Troy and Abed are are, you know, being super best friends and Pierce gets jealous, so he gives him the gift. But back in the bathroom, uh Annie is talking about, you know, she's being nurse Annie. And she's like, yeah, you know, I, I I applied a tourniquet the other day. A guy got stabbed outside of my building. Jeff is like, you need to get out of that apartment. And Annie kind of responds with, you don't have to treat me like a kid anymore. But don't get me wrong. If anybody says someone got stabbed outside of their apartment and I knew what their apartment was like and it wasn't like, you know, a random thing, I would be like, you got to get out of that apartment. Uh-huh. They have this moment where it's like, well, you know, look, you know, we we've had we've had some weird times and whatnot, but like you're important to me. And then they almost smooch, but then they're screaming from the living room where 
Uh, Pierce is holding the Norwegian troll inches from Troy's face. Just and he's an screaming. absolute terrorizing of Troy. And then uh, at this point, Britta comes up with the pizza guy who's like, okay, this is going to sound crazy, but we're in love and we're getting married. Right. I do want to point out uh, Pierce is jealous that Troy and Abed moved in together because he's he's lonely now, basically. Just to, yeah. just to put the cherry on that one. Um, and Abed, after the pizza guy is brought up and getting married to Britta, uh, Abed's <laughs> like, I wonder what's going on in the other timelines. And the pizza guy's like... What? There are other timelines? <laughs> I do love roping the pizza guy into it. He's just like astounded at the idea that there would be other timelines. Like there is um, just enough stoner in his response. that's like, okay, I get it. Also, I get at that point why he and Britta would be interested in each other. Mm-hmm. So uh, timeline one. Timeline one. In- infamous timeline one. The darkest timeline. This one's Troy. Troy has to go downstairs to get the pizza. He He's gonna is going to be fast. as he fast as he can because he doesn't, doesn't want to miss anything. Boy, howdy. <laughs> he knocks the boulder off of the Indiana Jones display on his way out. Mm-hmm. The boulder rolls down the, the floor. Uh, and Annie... Uh, so Jeff hits his head like the other timelines. You know, we're, we're, there's a lot of like uh, circles that we do. So yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I mean, we're we're skipping over a lot of the details because a lot of the details happen in in most of the timelines. But uh, Jeff hits his head like normal. Yeah. Uh, Annie's like, oh, we'll come into the kitchen. I'll look at. And she slips on the ball, or the boulder. Uh, she she falls down on the table where Which the scorpion it. booze. Uh, goes flying, breaks, breaks on, the, on floor. the floor. Uh, her gun, like her purse, falls to well, the floor. Pierce gets up, kicks the housewarming present. The gun in Annie's purse that we saw before goes off. Mm-hmm. It hits Pierce in the leg. That spurts blood all over Shirley and her pies. Britta mm-hmm. comes back out with her lit blunt, drops it into the rum, which catches on <laughs> fire like gasoline. Which goes into the present, and then Jeff tries to decide to put it out by swinging a tablecloth, and Britta's like throwing water at it from the other room. Um, yeah. So, so remember when? Remember when I said there were like four different Chekhov's guns in this? You've got the boulder, you've got the gun, you've got the joint, you got you've the got rum. the scorpion booze, you've got uh uh. I'm not really gonna count Shirley's pies in this. They don't really play a role. <laughs> Do not. Um, that is accurate. They just kind of get blood spurted all get, over they, them. They get their victims of of Pierce's blood. Yeah. It, it, they all fire in this timeline, and there's a reason it's the darkest timeline. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like Chekhov, Chekhov was like, I'm just going to put in all these stuff, all these things in the first act. They're going to go off in an entirely different timeline. Don't worry about it. Don't worry it's about fine. it. Uh, so as Jeff is trying to put this out and Pierce is, you know, dying on the floor, Troy, this is when Troy comes back and he sees this chaos and he sees one the of Norwegian. the most one of the most famous gifts of all yes. time. If he sees you need all this a, chaos. if you need a gif of being like, boy, I just walked into a real messed up situation <laughs> that. Where everything is bad and I hate it and er- I this is awful. Everything is awful. You look up 
Troy. Yeah, it's true. He, this he sees it, this chaos and sees the Norwegian troll with flames around it. Kind of assumes that that was what caused all this, and just screams, screams in anger and terror. Uh, what a great timeline! <laughs> it's thing, so enjoyable. Just the thing to see I love everything that could possibly go bad going bad actually like makes me feel better about my anxiety. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> um. Yeah. the The thing I love about uh, timeline one is that cuz this is this is the uh third to last timeline right cuz we've only got Abed and then the the Jeff timeline left right and the fact that it just it loops a whole bunch and you're like yeah this is this is like a clever this is a clever little uh little mechanism but you know you've only got 24 minutes so you're not spending a ton of time in every timeline right Something goes a little bit weird and and wrong in every timeline, but you're like, oh yeah, this is you know it's clever. And then just as the 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 premise starts to get a little bit stale, you get one where the timeline is literally Pierce gets shot and the apartment catches on fire and Shirley gets splattered with blood. Everything just goes straight to hell in the span of time it takes for Troy to go down and get a couple of pizzas. Right. And that's that moment where I'm just like, holy crap, what? Okay, I'm back into this. <laughs> like Exactly. Anytime there's anything where it's like, it just, it barely just skims the top of like getting stale. And then they're like, pow! And then you get something like this. I'm like, whoa, yes. Okay, you know exactly what you're doing. I love everything about this. Keep on, keep giving, keep, hook it straight into my veins, baby, because this is good content. It's great content. I agree with you there. Um, shall we go to timeline five? Where Abed timeline is on five. Pizza I'm, I'm, a much, a much less bad timeline. Timeline it is, five. It is much less bad, uh, but not that much bad. I mean, no one dies, I suppose is probably uh-huh. the, the, the line. Uh, Abed immediately is like, all right, everybody give me money. And it's like, okay. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, Troy, Troy does is, check out Britta's butt as she walks by. So, yeah, know. it's important that Abed generally escorts Britta to the bathroom through her yes. Roxanne. Uh, Troy instead points her to where the bathroom is and then checks out her butt because uh, come on, starting to get starting to starting to sprinkle a little bit of the uh, the Troy Britta vibes here. Let, let let if if you've not checked out Britta's butt in this show. Uh, throw a stone at me because I I I've done so. Um, uh, so yes. Britta comes out of the bathroom smelling something amazing, and Shirley's like, "Somebody wants pie!" Like like so excited that somebody wants the pie, and Britta just goes ahead and starts eating one, saying, "It tastes like just it tastes just like regular sized pies." Uh huh. She's high as a kite. Uh, high as great. a kite. Uh, Pierce Pierce and Troy. They have this like heartwarming moment where Pierce gives him the gift, but before he opens it, uh, Troy thanks Pierce for letting him stay with him. But it's time to make it on my own, like you did. And Pierce is like, "Ah, let let me take that present back. I, I'll get you something better." Um, as these two things are happening at the same time, uh, Britta is like, "Oh no, I wasn't supposed to eat the pies. We made an arrangement. Oh, I wasn't supposed to say that." Okay, cards on the table. I'm really high. <laughs> Yeah, and so they get into a fight about 
I mean, sure. Obviously, Shirley's hurt because uh, they're not. They they've made some pact to not eat her baking. But and then also, also Britta is a Britta's drug addict. Quote unquote. She's she's a she's a quote unquote drug addict. And uh, off in the kitchen, Annie and Jeff, uh, uh, they they smooch up. They smooch it up. They do finish that smooch five. that they were hiding in a different timeline. Um, Troy and Pierce start fighting over the present because Troy quote unquote says it feels fun. It is not. Annie. Is she she stops making out for a bit and she's like oh just I had a moment of deja vu like you know when you said when you said uh, uh, that I'm important to you it's just, you know it's just always something my dad said and it just it reminded me of my dad and then Jeff rightly so there's there's not a lot of times when I 100% side with Jeff yeah I'm gonna 100% side with Jeff here and say maybe don't talk about how i remind you of your dad while making out he then also does insult her by you saying that she's using too much lip gloss uh as i have not made out with annie i cannot verify whether or not jeff is 100 percent right on that i would have to do the research oh but you know it's such it's you know that that research is just so difficult and so time consuming i would have i would have Ugh. to find i uh, have to find a control right Gotta it has find to the be, calendar has to be double blinded i have to i have to <laughs> have a control uh i have to uh you know get some grant money for this um oh clearly it's a whole th- it's a whole it's thing it's a whole thing um, um in in the timeline the gift does get opened sending the norwegian troll over onto some n64 games and now everybody's just mad at someone else in their duo shirley's yelling at britta troy is calling pierce a sick sad old man and hope he dies alone which is rough but i get it and he yeah. storms away from jeff and abed is absolutely blissfully unaware of all of this it's like well, i wonder what happens in the, all the other timelines yeah, well, he's he's like, I hope this is the real one because uh, I just found a nickel in the hallway. Like oh, he's yeah. having a he's, he's having, having a, a good, good time. He's he's five cents richer. Uh, he's eating a delicious slice of pizza. He's he's a real that real pizza. No real pizza. Ketchup and cream cheese. This is real pizza, baby. We're out of die rolls at this point. Yep. Um, Six out but, of the seven people have gotten the pizza. But we do have one more thing where where Jeff tosses the die in the air and then it comes right back to, in that animation. It comes right back down into the center and then Abed catches it and he's like, I don't know if I can let you do that. Chaos already dominates enough of our lives. Our job isn't to fight it, but to weather it together. And it's a, it's a much longer speech uh, sure. that I didn't write the speech. whole thing down. Um, but it's a very poetic out- speech about like how they're friends and... The, the world is chaotic enough. Um, right. Abed t- calls Jeff a conniving son of a bitch and points out that he devised a system in which he would never have to go get the pizza. And everybody's like, you, you jerk. You, uh-huh. I think we've found our pizza getter. And he hits I his do head. like how oh. there's a moment where everyone kind of looks at Abed like, why would you call Jeff a conniving son of a bitch? Like there's no, nobody like vocalizes it, but there's some like visual pushback of like, what? And then he points out Jeff devised a system where he's rolling a six sided, six sided die for seven people. 
Right. And so Jeff would literally never have to go get the pizza. And then Jeff does say, oh, like it matters who goes, which is a nice little dig at the very premise of this entire episode. <laughs> you know the 24 minutes you've watched so far? Jeff thinks it's uh-huh. meaningless. Um, he he does hit his head as he gets up and everybody laughs at him. No one is going to check it out in the bathroom. Yep, because now in this time in in prime timeline, it's karma. Everyone everyone's like, "Oh, it's karma. It's fine." Like even Annie is like, "Screw you, Jeff. It's karma." Uh Troy suggests that Jeff sucks harder than a toilet in an airplane bathroom, <laughs> finally giving Pierce his actual organic reference to the other kid situation, which I don't believe I must have taken. He, he he doesn't he he sort of attempts to take it, but then Shirley says she's going to go get her, her pies and then so, like think someone else says something and so he doesn't actually get to take the organic mention in this in this prime timeline that guy sucks harder than the toilet in an airplane bathroom airplane bathroom oh my pies Roxanne. Oh! which i think is a very funny joke because in all the other timelines he's yeah. really trying to be like oh he's yeah, pushing no, it, it in there yeah it came up organically um, because you ke- you guys kept talking about going down to get the pizza. Speaking of going down, like right. it's that's a real like it's a stretch. It, it's it's a stretch. I mean, going down is a stretch, also. So Britta is finally allowed to sing along with Roxanne, and Annie and Shirley join in singing and dancing. And Annie's like uh, tells Abed that she loves their place, and Abed's like, "Why don't you move in?" And she kind of takes a few beats and thinks about it. I will say, uh, way back in the day when Gillian Jacobs was actually still on Twitter before Twitter scared her off because Twitter is an awful place. Twitter's a hellscape. Agreed. It's a hellscape. I did once. There was a someone tweeted something like they just tr- tweeted the word Roxanne, and like now you have that song in your head. Uh, you you can hear that song in your head. It's like false. I hear Gillian Jacobs singing Roxanne, and then she liked it. She liked that tweet, and I felt. Really cool. Super cool and sexy. Super sexy cool. Oh, for selling it. And it was it was cool. So I got recognition. The one thing I've ever wanted. The one thing. Um, so I I one hundred percent assume you are not listening, Gillian. But if so, thank you for making also, that one day. Uh, it was great. Also, also thanks come for on listening. The podcast. Yeah, come on the podcast. <laughs> Pierce does throw away the housewarming present um, and everybody kind of gets into the singing and dancing and Jeff's back and he's like, you guys, what are you, what, what do you, what happened? Look at what happens when I'm not here. And then they're not paying attention to him because they're having a good, an actual good time without him. And he just kind of starts smiling and starts watching them have fun and eats a slice of pizza. My question is, is the moral of this episode that Jeff kind of sucks because every Every timeline has kind of crappy things that happen. Right. And it it all they all stem from the fact that he yells at Britta about playing Roxanne, except in the one timeline where Britta's not there and he stands up to interrupt Troy saying that uh, his friends are important to him. Right. Yeah. It's very clear to me that, you know, Troy A is a incredibly important figure in the group because otherwise literal gunshots and fire mm-hmm, happens mm-hmm. um and jeff is a limiting factor in the group okay because left yep. to their own devices they will just have fun and 
forget every like enjoy each other's company but if jeff is there there's this weird kind of like sex psychosexual kind of thing going on and i mean i don't want to belabor the point but i do want to belabor the point uh jeff winger hates baked goods that's true because again and uh you know if 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 we were all hanging out with our uh imaginary best friend burley and you were like ben do not eat burley's baking because he has a problem we are we can't enable him i would tell you to screw off and i would eat those mini pies because they would be so dang good burley's great at baking as long as he has the ingredients and doesn't try to make a pizza out of tomato uh, uh ketchup and cream cheese right i didn't you know i was like are we getting <laughs> i thought you were, you were like belaboring the point i'm gonna tell you the exact same thing i was talking about burley again just to make sure everybody heard it because I, I just if wanted, you're gonna make me pies i'm gonna enjoy the pies i just wanted on record that i will eat pies that people bake me like if if you're if you're bad at baking like it's still probably edible still probably eat it if you if you bake as much as shirley does like she's got to be pretty good at baking right i mean like you sure. don't have a he is risen apron it's true and show you gotta up, be pretty show good. up before the party at three to start baking and not be good at baking i just like the idea that she doesn't like par bake something and bring it over and then finish the bake in the or, or mm-hmm. maybe she did. I, maybe she did do the par bake and just want to get the finishing there. But it just seems like you're there for like three to four hours. So it sounds like he, she's going from scratch on that, that. I do feel like she invited herself over, which is a little bit rude. But yes, but and the, here's here's the other thing. Jeff is never like her baking is bad. He doesn't say she's bad at baking and we right. need to not. Incur- He's In fact, just like she bakes a bunch. The only evidence of the quality of the bake is Britta saying it's delicious. She is high, so she may uh-huh. not be she, She's entirely... baked and she's eating the baked goods, so you well, know. She may not be the most reliable narrator, but it's the only piece of evidence we have about the quality of the bake. And you know... Um... I, I'm just going to say if it's good enough for high Britta... Uh, it's good enough for me. It's fair enough. That is uh, the the episode proper ends there, but we do have the tag, and that is the results of the darkest timeline. Timeline one: Pierce is dead. Pierce is dead. Shirley's a drunk. Uh, Abed is busy making fake goatees. Um, Annie is off in a mental ward over the guilt of having her gun kill Pierce. Jeff lost his arm in the fire. Troy lost his larynx because he tried to eat the flaming troll doll because that's how you put it out, I guess. Apparently, he does have a vocoder on her on his neck uh-huh. to be able to talk. Um, and Britta, just as Br- devastatingly, has a wash whoa, away blue whoa, streak in her hair. Whoa, whoa, you gotta be kidding me. That's so dark. It's the darkest timeline. Um, Abed suggests he should have grabbed the die and suggests that they commit to being evil, with their goal being to return to the prime timeline, destroying the good version of themselves and reclaiming their lives. And Jeff's like, Can I pull less punches with you? Because I'm evil now. Shut up about all this sci-fi crap! And leaves, along with Britta and Shirley. Uh, Abed looks at him, puts on the fake goatee, and says, 
Evil Troy and Evil Abed. Yeah, I do love how Britta is like, oh man, everything's so dark. I've got this blue streak in my hair. Like it's and, it's and, the it's the best. Like e- evil Britta is still just like, yeah, I'm 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 so edgy. I'm so, yeah, I've it's got, so performative. I, I, and, and I've Jeff got a is single like, blue streak, and, and Jeff like, is like, I lost an arm. Prime timeline Britta is definitely like performative activist. Timeline one Britta is performative evil where she's just like, I put a, I put a blue streak in my hair. I'm so evil. That's how you can I'm tell. The, I'm the, I'm the evilest. We're, it's we're me, all a bunch evil of Britta. evil. Everything it's, is so dark and gritty and you can tell because I've got the blue streak in my hair. Everything like, is evil. Like that song from that movie. It's, it's, it's very good. Um, um, and then, meanwhile, in, oh, in the in the prime timeline, uh, Abed suddenly feels something kind of weird, but he can't quite place it. Uh, like he and he and Troy are watching movies in their apartment, uh, and Abed's just watching out, Inspector Space Time. It would make sense. Uh, and uh, Abed's just like, no, I thought there was something, you know. But so there's there's something. He feels something. He does say it's nothing, but he still f- he doesn't feel like he's. He confirmed that nothing. It feels odd. Something feels weird. And that finally is the end of the episode and all seven of its timelines. And that means that it is time for grades, but seven ways. I'm not going to I'm not going to dick around. I mean, this is a classic episode of Community for reasons. Um, mm-hmm. It's an A plus. I mean, yep. It's uh it's a lot of people's favorite episodes uh for good reason. Um I don't uh I don't know that I'd say it's my favorite uh but it's I mean it's top 5 easily, probably top 3. Yeah. Um it's just it's it's A+. Plus. I mean it's so tightly written. I think a lesser show than Community would try this and fail. Like by the end you would be like Ugh, I get it. Different timeline. Like, there are so many ways to try this and fail. And the fact that they did it, and it's not only not a failure, but it is a legendary episode of Community. Right. Like, you know, if if you if you're talking to somebody who who watched the series, maybe they're not as big as of fans as us. You know, maybe they've only watched it, you know, one or two times. Uh, you can you can mention this episode and like, yeah, they'll remember it. Like, right. You know, it's it's not one of the episodes where they're like, oh, yeah, no, I I kind of remember, Um, you know, it's, it rings a bit like like, no. Yeah, obviously. Something like, about Britta with a blue streak in her hair. I uh-huh. think. Yeah, I vaguely. I vaguely. There's something about fake goatees Um, like th- it's legendary and it's legendary for a reason. I don't. Yeah. I don't know that I need to sit here and and shower praise upon it because we've been doing that basically all episode. Right. Um, it's great. I have zero complaints with this episode. It is, it's basically flawless. I mean, uh, you know, it's, it sets up uh, kind of a through line through uh, some of the later episodes in the season. Um, uh, you get Troy and Abed living together, which is great. You get just 
Like, I mean, like I said, being in that writer's room must have been just wild because keeping track of kind of what everyone's doing in seven different timelines and just being like, okay, if we just change this one thing, Britta's not there to sing Roxanne this time or, um, right. or uh, you know, Annie's not there to, to take care of Jeff um, and they find her gun um, or, you know. Uh, Troy goes down and and everything goes to hell. Uh, it's so good. I don't I don't have anything else nice to say without just repeating myself over and over again in seven different timelines. Um, so I will not. Uh, but if you want to listen to that, listen to uh, timelines one through six of our podcast, um, where we sp- we spend twenty minutes talking about grades on this clear A plus. Uh huh. Uh, anyways, it's an A plus. That's all I have to say. It's great. Yeah, I, there is no argument, disagreement here. It is absolutely an A plus. I don't even think that I would be uh, being too too positive by calling it a masterpiece. Um, I really think the way that it's 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 very much like a clock, uh, like a clock where all the small little pieces, or a clock or a watcher, where all the small little pieces have to hit together in the right way to make it work similar to what you were saying that there's so many ways you could do this in a worse way um that would not work and this is like transcendent and how good it everything works together it's cohesive it, the writing the directing the acting just perfect all around I, you can't i don't think you can make this better i think it is a masterpiece on everyone's part uh, it is, I think you said it was, it's, you know, t- top 10, five for you. Top, top three, probably. I mean, I'd, is, I'd have to sit down and really like punch it out. But you know, right. when you're talking, when you're talking top five community episodes, like that's a, that's a fierce competition. Anything right. that makes it to the top five is astounding. Absolutely. I think, you know, with, with, a lot of the time the concept episode that community has is some big concept of we're doing a Western in Greendale for whatever reason with paint guns. This is so narrow in its concept, like narrow in its like physical concept, but so wild in its metaphysical concept that just keeping it together in your mind is like, I'm like incredibly difficult. And the fact that they put it into a 24 minute episode of television that, makes sense is funny like character beats throughout it's a masterpiece it's an a plus no doubt about it uh yeah we want to know what you think about this episode and the seven other uh, sorry the 27 other timelines mike created by shuffling the what the heck deck (laughs) uh it's true uh we want jingles do you like and would like to accidentally uh advertise for thanks pod decks uh, what do you think about baked goods? Should you eat them? What do you think about Ben's friend Burley? And how much he likes making me baked goods? Do you want to be my friend who makes me baked goods all A the time? A lot of these questions are going to be about pies. Would you like we all spent, the recipes for we Ben's spent pie? an awful lot of time in this epi- <laughs> in this legendary community episode about alternate universe or alternate uh, alternate timelines talking about pie. Mm-hmm. Uh, all because Shirley bakes some pies. But would you like uh, to hear more about Ben's uh, uh, gal or what was a uh, solar system? Solar of system. Pies? Mm-hmm. Solar system of pies. 
uh i've got the recipes and they're all very good um most of them were very good you'll never know which planet was bad it was it was jupiter and it's because i was originally going to do a french silk pie but i i can't eat chocolate anymore um so i we're leaving this episode on a down note everyone it's the darkest timeline i cannot (laughs) i can't eat or the darkest chocolate you you guys it's it's super dark it's the darkest timeline i can't eat chocolate and it's so dark and everything's everything's the worst it's so dark i've run out of alcoholic beverages in my house that i can enjoy you can let us know anything about any of that at good greendale on twitter send us a send us a tweet and we'll we'll talk about it or we'll we'll retweet it uh, you can send us an email by going to goodmorninggreendale.com. Fill out the contact form there. It'll shoot us over an email. Maybe we'll read that one, too. And if for some reason you felt like this was a great uh, use of your time and would like to support us monetarily, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash back to Futurama. We thank you for helping us buy ingredients for pie, which is the most so important many thing pies. in our lives. Uh, no, but seriously, uh, thank you for coming to the end of this. I know we, you know, it's it's an easy sell on one of the best episodes of community television, um, but we did muck it up with a lot of discussion to buy. Um, so uh, thank you for coming to the end of these. We we want to make you smile. Um, so if you can't, you know, I know uh, not everybody can support the podcast the uh, monetarily, uh, but the the fact that you are listening to this and you're sending it out and talking about it with us and sending it to your friends means all means so much to us. And thank you so much for listening and and supporting us. And hey, if you want one of my favorite recipes for pie, lemon sour cream pie, as a big it's a big favorite here in this household since I did that project. Big Let me favorite. know. I'll I'll send I'll send that to you. It's not my recipe, so I'll just I'll send you a link over to that recipe. It's so good. It's like the best dang pie. Sometimes yeah. you, you, you sometimes you got to get your best pie recipe from a podcast that talks about canceled TV shows. But mostly uh, yeah. pie surprisingly. Uh, and until then, uh, at least in this timeline, I continue to be Ben. I continue to be Mike, but you never know if I put a wash away blue streak in my hair. I, I wish, wish you luck. You luck.